Hi, I'm Masoud Mubahidi, and you're listening to MMY Talks. Techniques to penetrate the inner. Man is as if he is a circle without a center. His life is superficial. His life is only on the circumference. You live on the outside. You never live within. You cannot, unless a center is found. You cannot live within. You have no within. You are without a center. You have only the without. That is why we go on talking about the within, about how to go in, how to know oneself, how to penetrate inwards. But these words do not carry any authentic meaning. You know the meaning of the words, but you cannot feel what they mean because you are never in. Even when you are alone in your mind, you are in a crowd. When no one is there outside, still you are not within. You go on thinking of others. You go on moving outwards. Even while asleep, you are dreaming of others. You are not within. Only in very deep sleep, when there is no dreaming, you are within. But you become unconscious. Remember this fact. When you are conscious, you are never within. And when you are within, in deep sleep you become unconscious so your whole consciousness consists of the without and whenever we talk about going within the words are understood but the meaning is not because the meaning is not carried by the words the meaning comes through the experience words are without meaning when i say within you understand the word but only the word not the meaning you do not know what within is because consciously you have never been within. Your mind is constantly outgoing. You do not have any feel of what the inner means or what it is. That is why I meant when I say that you are a circle without a center, a circumference only. The center is there, but you drop into it only when you are not conscious. Otherwise, when you are conscious, you move outwards. And because of this, your life is never intense. It cannot be. It is just lukewarm. You are alive as if dead, or both simultaneously. You are deadly alive, living a dead-like life. You are existing at the minimum, not at the maximum peak. You can say, I am. That is all. You are not dead. That is what you mean by being alive. But life can never be known at the circumference. Life can be known only at the center. On the circumference, only lukewarm life is possible. So you live a very inauthentic life. And then even death becomes inauthentic. Because one who has not really lived cannot really die. Only authentic life can become authentic death. Then death is beautiful. Anything authentic is beautiful. Even life, if it is inauthentic, is bound to be ugly. And your life is ugly. It's just rotten. Nothing happens. You simply go on waiting, hoping that something will happen somewhere, someday. At this very moment, there is just emptiness. And every moment has been like that in the past. Just empty. You are just waiting for the future hoping that something will happen someday, just hoping, then every moment is lost. 
It has not happened in the past, so it is not going to happen in the future either. It can happen only in this moment, but then you will need an intensity, a penetrating intensity. Then you will need to be rooted in the center. Then the periphery will not do. Then you will have to find your moment. We never think about what we are, and whatsoever we think is just nonsense. You are never certain, because certainty comes from being centered. You are not even certain about yourself. It is impossible to be certain about others when you are never certain about yourself. There is just a cloudiness. Nothing is certain. You are not certain. You cannot be certain about anything. Neither about your love, nor about your hate, nor about your friendships. There is nothing which you can be certain about because you have no center. Without a center, there is no certainty. All your feelings of certainty are false and momentary. One moment you will feel that you are certain, but the next moment the certainty will have gone because in each moment you have a different center. You do not have a permanent center, a crystallized center. Each moment is an atomic center, so each moment has its own self. Man is a crowd. Personality is just a deception because you are not a person. You are many persons. So when one person speaks in you, that is a momentary center. The next moment, there is another. With every moment, with every atomic situation, you feel certain and you never become aware that you are just a flux, many waves without any center. Then in the end, you will feel that life has been just a wastage. It is bound to be. There is just a wastage, just a wandering, purposeless, meaningless. Tantra, yoga, religion, their basic concern is how first to discover the center, how first to be an individual. They are concerned with how to find the center which persists in every situation. Then as if life goes on moving without, as a flux of life goes on and on, and waves comes and go, the center persists inside. Then you remain one, rooted, centered. These are techniques to find the center. The center is already there because there is no possibility of being a circle without a center. The circle can exist only with a center. So the center is only forgotten. It is there, but we are not aware. It is there, but we do not know how to look at it. We do not know how to focus the consciousness on it. The third technique of centering. Close all the openings of your head. This is one of the oldest techniques, very much used and one of the simplest also. Close all the openings of the head, eyes, ears, nose, mouth. When all the openings of the head are closed, your consciousness, which is continuously flowing out, is stopped suddenly. It cannot move out. You may not have observed, but even if you stop your breathing for a moment, suddenly your mind will stop. Because with breathing, mind moves on. That is a conditioning with the mind. You must understand what conditioning means. Then only will this technique be easy to understand. 
our whole life is a conditioned process the mind is a conditioning thus if you stop something in the conditioning every other associated thing also stops for example you have never thought without breathing thinking has always been with breathing you are not conscious about breathing but breathing is there continuously day and night every thought every thinking process is associated with breathing if you stop your breathing suddenly thought will also stop and if all the seven holes the seven openings of the head are closed your consciousness suddenly cannot move out it remains in and that remaining in creates a space between your eyes that space is known as third eye if all the openings of the head are closed you cannot move out because you have always been moving out from these openings you remain in and with your consciousness remaining in it becomes concentrated between these two eyes between these two ordinary eyes it remains in between these two eyes focused that spot is known as the third eye this space becomes all inclusive this technique says that in this space everything is included the whole existence is included if you can feel the space you have felt all once you can feel inside this space between the two eyes then you have known existence the totality of it because this inner space is all inclusive nothing is left out of it the upanishads say knowing the one one knows all these two eyes can only see the finite the third eye sees the infinite these two eyes can only see the material the third eye sees the immaterial the spiritual with these two eyes you can never feel the energy you can never see the energy you can see only matter but with the third eye energy as such is seen this closing of the opening is a way of centering because once the stream of consciousness cannot flow out it remains at its source that source of consciousness is the third eye if you are centered at the third eye many things happen the first thing is discovering that the whole world is in you when for the first time the inner space becomes illumined when you see that everything is in you you become the universe the third eye is not part of your physical body the space between our two eyes is not the space which is confined in your body it is the infinite space which has penetrated in you once this space is known you will never be the same person again the moment you know this inner space you have known the deathless there is no death when you know this space for the first time your life will be authentic intense for the first time really alive now no security is needed now no fear is possible now you cannot be killed now nothing can be taken away from you now the whole universe belongs to you you are the universe those who have known this inner space they have cried in ecstasy aham brahmasmi i am the universe i am the existence the sufi mystic mansur was murdered only because of this experience of the third eye when for the first time he became aware of this inner space 
he started crying, I am God. In India, he would have been worshipped because India has known many, many persons who have come to know this inner space of the third eye. But in the Islam country, if this happens, it is very difficult. And Mansur's statement that I am a God was taken to be something anti-religious because Islam cannot conceive that man and God can become one. Man is man, the created, and God is creator. So how can the created become the creator? So this statement of Mansur, I am God, could not be understood. Thus, he was murdered. But when he was being murdered, killed, he was laughing. So someone asked, why are you laughing? Mansur reported to have said, I am laughing because you are not killing me and you cannot kill me. You are deceived by this body, but I am not this body. I am the creator of this universe and it was my finger which moved this whole universe in the beginning. In India, he would have been understood easily. The language has been known for centuries and centuries. We have known that a moment comes when the inner space is known. The one simply goes mad. And this realization is so certain that even if you kill a Mansur, he will not change his statement because you cannot kill him as far as he is concerned. Now he has become the whole. There is no possibility of destroying him. After Mansur, Sufis learned that it is good to be silent. So in Sufi tradition, after Mansur, it has been constantly taught to disciples, whenever you come to the third eye, remain silent and do not say anything. Whenever this happens, then keep quiet. Do not say anything or just go on formally saying things which people believe. So Islam has now two traditions. One is just the ordinary, the outward, the esoteric. Another, the real Islam, is Sufism, the esoteric. But Sufis remain silent because since Mansur, they have learned that to talk in that language which comes when the third eye opens is to be unnecessarily in difficulty. And it helps no one. You can listen to the whole podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, iTunes, CastBox, and Anchor. You can check out Instagram, Twitter, and the website Masud Mubahidi Yoga.